2: welcome to the wednesday till i die podcast uh, this is the debate show and i'm james mapping uh, this is your chance to have your say on your club sheffield wednesday now we're live using twitter spaces so if you're listening to the recording of this show in podcast form then make sure you join us next time just head over to twitter click that purple circle at the top of the page once we go live uh, and make sure you're following us as well it's at wtidpod um Again, thank you to everyone that does follow us and supports us. We really do appreciate it. Obviously, we try and do these every Friday lunchtime at 12 o'clock, so if you missed it, then you can always join us next week. Um, Now, to kick things off, I'll just run through a few of the topics that I've picked out. But as I said, uh, you can talk about anything that you like. If you want to get involved, then just press the request to talk button on the bottom left, and I'll bring you up onto the the show. Uh, I mean, first of all, what, we want your reaction from Tuesday night. Uh, I mean, how would you describe that performance? He had it all, a 2-1 win, a goal from Josh Windass on his return uh, and an injury time winner. Uh, is that the best performance of the season? Obviously, we can talk about uh, the MK Dons game and also the Accrington game, if you if you like. Obviously, our first back-to-back wins since the start of the season. Again, press that request to talk button on the bottom left and I'll, uh, I'll bring you up. Um, we can also talk about Luongo and Windass as well. How much have we missed them? Um, Luongo's been solid in the two games that he's featured in since his comeback Windass showed in that 40 minutes that he played on Tuesday just what we're missing obviously an assist followed, by, followed up by a goal uh, you could argue he's done more in those 40 minutes than uh, Saido Berahino's done all season to be fair um, like I said we can talk about those two if you like um, and then something we've t- talked about before on the podcast but I want to get your views on it, um, when do you leave Hillsborough? Obviously a late late goal on, uh, on Tuesday night Many people will have missed it. Um, would you one of them that missed it, if, or, or do, you, do you always stay to the bitter end? Um, honestly, what do you think to those that do leave? Please, please do uh, let us know. Again, press that request to talk button and we can uh, have our say. We can also talk about the Wickham game, N- Nathaniel Mendes, Lang, the new signing, anything you like. So, uh, um, so yeah, I'm just going to uh, bring um Liam onto the, uh, onto the show. Liam, how are you, mate? You all right?
1: yeah <clears throat> good mate thank
2: you how are you I'm fine thank you just to confuse things we have got two Liam's as well so that's uh that is going to confuse stuff but uh <laughs> yeah uh regular Liam I'll call you mate <laughs> um how are you yeah it's obviously um a, de- like a decent win on on Tuesday um I know I, I missed it because of um well positive testing positive and whatnot in the in the household but obviously you were there what just that that emotion and that like feeling when that goal went in, just want to like, oh, describe man,
1: brilliant. it. brilliant. Brilliant. I mean, we, we, we hammered him up, whole, up, to be fair. It was classic. We were, we were hammering him 1-0. We we're well, losing 1-0. <laughs> yeah. But the whole game, we, well, they had a couple of chances in the first half, but then after that, I mean, obviously that finish, you can't, you know,
2: you can't grumble have that, you seen that? Have yeah. you seen that video from the uh, from the NK Don's fans <laughs> yeah. when the old
1: Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah. and then is in <laughs> back in there. It's absolute quality that one. It's uh, I, I must have watched it about fifty-five times to be fair. <laughs> I just get, just get watch watching it over and over again.
1: Oh uh, mate, no, it's class though,
2: isn't it? I mean, were they one from fully, Leeds fully as well? Fully
1: deserved it. Fully deserved it. If we'd have drawn or lost. It would have been oh all the missed chances this that and the other. But it doesn't matter. We've won. So how many
2: times have we spoke about how many like how many shots we've not had and how many shots on target we've I mean, not I, had?
1: I know, and I can't I can't remember the last time we've we had that many. like easily the best home performance I think this yeah. season.
2: Yeah, but no, like, we, we had a doubt. Of
1: chances and everything, and like I can't I can't remember the last time we created that many chances at us, yeah
2: I know we had. Uh... Twenty, I think, twenty-one shots. I think, I think about eighteen of them were uh, Corbiano. To be fair, he were uh, he were peppering him. Um, I just want to bring uh, the other Liam onto the show. Liam, mate, how are you? all right?
3: Hi, hey, mate, you all right?
2: Yeah, I'm fine, thank you. What do you want to talk about, Liam?
3: Uh, to start with, I want to talk about Dunkley.
2: All right, okay.
3: Um, I honestly, when they first signed him, I thought it was great, and then he went through a spell of being really shit. And I were slagging him off to my mates on Twitter. I actually apologised to him the other night. I sent him a tweet oh, yeah. saying, I'm really sorry I got it wrong. Um, he's been brilliant this season.
2: Yes, I mean, I must admit he did start off a little bit shaky. I think he could probably admit to that himself. But yeah. in since we've lost Iofa and Hutchinson due to injury, I think he's really stepped up, hasn't
3: he? I mean, he, he never loses an header. That is for
2: sure. I thought it was, it was, it was laughable, weren't it, on Tuesday? Where Every corner. I mean, they must have known what we were going to do, but they just couldn't do anything about it, could they?
3: I mean, I, d- I didn't know this about him when he were at Wigan. He, he, he scored something like seven or eight goals that season. 13 goals uh,
2: he scored in his career at Wigan. Did he get that many? Yeah. I
3: got that wrong then as well. Well, that's, uh, that's in his
2: career. I don't know how many he scored in one season, but 107 yeah, I mean, he, appearances.
3: He got, he got a few that season, so obviously... He's, he's good at what he does, isn't he? That's um, something we've
2: missed, isn't it? We've missed a um, we we've missed a defender, centre back that actually gets a few goals. And I think he could score as easily seven or eight goals this this season, it's just from yeah, I mean, just from corners I mean, alone.
3: Totally to pop up with field, is not But since since that, um, yeah, he, he's just really he's he's impressed me. Like I'm I'm a bit you know a bit second back, by I didn't think he had it in him, but.
2: Yeah, we've said on the podcast quite a few times, and I think we said it on Saturday. Uh, sorry, on the on the Monday's podcast, we have said that if you just accept him for who he is, which is a defender and a centre back that's going to win your eddies and he's going to win your, um, you know, win his, his tackles and things like that, then that's all you want really from a from a defender. If you start asking him to do things that he can't do, um, I'm not saying he can't do him, I think that's probably no, a, no. showing him a disservice to it. But he, he's not as good at playing out from the back. But if he just gets it and just offloads it to Palmer or. Whether, you know passes it to Corbiano or Barry Bannon, that's all he needs to do. We don't need him to I mean, start doing these heroics. Yeah, he's,
3: he's meant to be out of contract, the not he, in summer? Oh, next summer. Um, do, do they, do they, they're in a predicament. Do they give him a, a one-year rolling contract and then see how he goes with injuries? Or
2: I don't know. What, what would you want him to do?
3: Um, I'd, I'd do that. I'd give him another year and then obviously he's had bad injuries, hasn't he? So it's a bit of a risk giving him a bigger contract. So you just said to him, "What? We'll give you a year, but he might want two years." minor. I think it all so. depends on
2: where, which which division we're playing in next season. To be fair, as well, that would have a big, a big bearing on it. You know, is he? Is, you know, is he championship quality? I, I don't know. It's hard to it's hard to say. Into it. I just want to bring um, bring Thomas uh, onto the show. Cheers, Liam. Thank you very much for that. No worries, mate. Uh, hi, Tom. You alright, mate?
4: Hey. Yeah, good, mate. Thank you. Yourself?
2: Yeah, I'm uh, all, all good. I've been stuck in the house for, um, well, since Monday, which has been a bit crap, but, uh, but hey-ho. But uh, yeah, how are, you, how are you, Tom?
4: Yeah, yeah, good. Thank you. we a break from work. I thought I'd just jump in quickly. Yeah, mate. Just want to follow up on what Liam just said about Dunkler. Uh, yeah, I'll be one of the first people to hold my hands up. Uh, I've slagged him. Uh, I think as a footballer, as in being able to pass the ball out from the back, I think he's bang average at best. But... If you look at you want him to head it, kick it, be effective in both boxes, then you'll tick a box for us for this season. Absolutely. I mean, if you look at that pass that he played out from the back where Luongo got booked, um, the other, uh, against
2: Akinfenwa.
4: Yeah, that that pass, uh, unopposed pressure from probably five yards. If you can't do that, then don't do it. Give it to somebody who can. What I say is, he's a he, he carries the piano. Give the piano to somebody who can play.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I totally agree with that. But I mean, you can't fault his passion, though, can you? When you when you see no, him when no, uh, when when the goal goes in uh, in you know the Windas goal, and yeah. Windas kind of does a bit of a subdued like Cristiano Ronaldo celebration, and you see yeah. you see him pushing him up to the cop, like saying, "Come on, let's celebrate with the fans." And yeah. and yeah, he's uh, he always puts hundred and ten percent in, doesn't he? Yeah,
4: no, which is what which is what we want, and obviously. Uh, Wednesday fans, that's that's first and foremost. It's an non-negotiable. Uh, if you're not putting effort in, fans are just going to go against you straight away. For me, I think Duncler is our oh, not modern day, but this season and maybe next season's version of Rita Johnson. That's that's my view on it. That fans will get on his side because he tries and he can chip in with goals. That, that's my opinion on Duncler.
2: Exactly. I
1: just, I just think as well the fact, like we said before, he did look a bit shaky when he played next. So I offer him. Maybe I offer. Him going out like getting injured in a weird way has kind of benefited him because he's gone, right, I've got to take this now. I've got to make this my own and do the job that needs to be done, if that makes sense. I mean, you could argue that um, we've
2: kind of changed our style of play uh, a, a little bit to uh, because we haven't got those... Um... You know those ball-playing defenders like Ayova and, and Hutchinson, We have gone a bit more, bit more direct. I mean, we're still playing it out from the from the back, but we're not doing it every single time. Um, so yeah, maybe this change in styles has helped him as well.
1: Yeah, no, yeah. you got to set your after, man, yeah.
2: Yeah, exactly. I just want to, um, cheers, Tom. Um, I just want to bring Andy into the conversation as well. Andy, mate, how are you?
5: All right, James, how are you
2: doing? Yeah, I'm all uh, all good. What do you want to talk about, Andy?
5: Yeah, I think moving on from Dunkley, I think we covered it quite a lot on Sunday's podcast. Yeah, um, yeah I think it, it's a run of games in his it? consistency and confidence. I think we're reaping the rewards now from him, getting a lot of consistent game time. So I, I think the big thing for me Tuesday night was um, the way we responded going to goal down. I think we could have, the crowd could have gotten their back a little bit. We could have wilted a little bit. That was a great strike. Let's not take it away from the lad. But I think we responded great, created loads of chances and a big plus for Gregory you know, he missed the classic as a sitter really. They didn't were he? a sitter, yeah. Of, yeah, you know, he misses that and then he comes back and gets in front of the two guys near post. It's funny because no, no,
2: when he missed that sitter, I just went back to what I said on, uh, on Sunday night, on you know, Monday's podcast. And I was saying like, uh, he, he scores goals for fun. You know, I think of the Gillingham game as well, where I was saying he gets three or four goals in that, in that game. And then lo and behold, he, he misses the, the misses um, that chance and I'm thinking oh god uh, on on Tuesday I just thought it was one of them games where it weren't going to be our day I thought that we are going to the amount of chances that we had and the amount of chances that we created but you know we've um, obviously we held on against Accrington and we've we've come from behind against MK Dons I mean do, do you think the, the, the tide's turning uh, Andy?
5: Well yeah I think so you know look at the last couple of games and it was a big response Tuesday really big response you know they kept going the fans stayed with them Getting that goal back, and then it was a little bit lucky with windass's first touch. But you know, you, you create your own luck. You know, you get bodies in the box, you get forward, you keep that keep that pressure on, and you know, more often than not, good things will happen. So, yeah, I think, I think it was a good night for us Tuesday. You know, I, I think take away the result, but the way we responded to going to go down, I think that was the most impressive thing for me.
2: And I don't, I don't, th- I mean, after the first what. 10 or 15 minutes. They got him behind a few times, didn't they? I think we were quite lucky with um, the, the one where Dunkley brought him down. I thought on another day, they'd give that as a penalty. Also, um, we had a penalty shout a bit later on, so clearly the, <clears throat> the ref didn't want to give any any penalties at all in that uh, in that game. But um, after the first, like I said, 15 or 20 minutes, I thought they did nothing at all. And, and to be honest, they were going into that game, not worried, but I thought that they were going to be one of the better sides that we've come up against. And they didn't really didn't really show anything did they is that is that a testament to us that we've that we've stopped him from playing i don't know
5: i think this league's just bang averaging it you know if they were in fifth place it shows we're we're the masters of a, our own downfall aren't we so it, it the balls in our court if we can play like we did Tuesday, you know we're, we're going to give goals away you know sloppy marking from a corner first half they should have really scored from that chance but yeah, keep up the pressure. If the fans stay with them at home, you know we we should be a real force to be reckoned with. So yeah, again, another big game Saturday.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Also, we'll talk about that in a in a second. Uh, cheers, and uh, I just want to bring uh, Juan Corbion uh, into the uh, into the show. How are you, Juan? you alright?
6: right. Hi, James. Hi, everyone. Thank you for inviting me into the debate show.
2: No, this morning. no problem. Obviously, uh, people recognize uh, recognize you. Obviously, you've played for the Sheffield Wednesday back in uh, back in the late nineteen nineties. Uh, obviously, since you've since you've left, do you still obviously uh, does Sheffield Wednesday play a, a, a fun part in your in, in your life?
6: Of course, yeah, yeah, and uh, well, I say good morning because it's it's morning time here in Argentina. It's nine a.m. So um, uh, I bet uh, uh, many of the guys into the show. Probably don't
2: remember me because they are too young. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly, we don't. I don't know. I mean, if, if anyone has got any questions for for one, then you're more than happy to uh, to jump up and uh, and ask uh, you know and ask him a question. I'm sure you can. You'll take take a few. I mean, like I said, do you still follow Sheffield Wednesday, one? You just still keeping um, you know keep looking at the scores, etc.
6: Of course, James. Yeah, uh, week in, week out. To be honest, uh, in the last year, probably. Uh, I wasn't able to watch many of the games because um, during weekends I I uh, manage a, a local team, so um, uh, you know it's difficult for me to uh, get on the time schedule to watch the games. But uh, my son does every every week, so he keeps me posted on the on results and 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 the games.
2: Brilliant. I mean, how do how do you feel that this season has gone so far? Obviously, uh, obviously you've, you've played football yourself. I mean we've had a bit of a tricky start although uh, things quite haven't haven't clicked obviously it looks like now that they're uh, that they're starting to come together have you, i mean have you had that in your in your career before when things just aren't going your way of course
6: of course and uh, league 1 is not an easy league uh i, I did play with uh, swindon league 1 and uh, it's a, it's a hard league to play uh i think i think the lads just need to uh uh, um, you know, go for it all the way, especially at home, and then then try to get a good result away. And at the end of the tournament, uh, we'll we'll see us back into uh, into championship. Yeah, so, f- um,
2: fingers fingers crossed. I mean, it looks like you know, obviously we've uh, we've picked up those two two back to back wins, um, which is uh, which is always always good. Obviously, we're playing Wickham, who were second in the in the league on um, on on Sat on Saturday now. I mean, we might as well talk about the you know bit of a preview on the Wickham game. Um, we spoke to uh, one of the Wickham fans earlier on in the week on the preview show, and uh, and he said that they're uh, they're a team that well, they time waste basically, like that unashamedly do I mean how do you what do you do when you come up against a team that's time wasting as as much as I mean I'm talking like every single opportunity just taking, taking so long to take every throw in free kick goal kick as a player how do you not get frustrated it's
6: a, it's a difficult one but I think that uh, the secret against that is to uh, keep the ball as much as you can uh, and try to try to use it the right way so um and not uh, uh, not to be not to be desperate on you know trying to get into the box all the time because that makes you lose the ball easily. Yeah. So uh, need to keep it and, and, and try to find the right uh, the right moment to uh, to attack. Yeah, uh, like, like I said before, uh, I didn't have the chance to watch uh, live games this season, but um, it, it's something that in the in this division will. Will probably make the difference, you know.
2: Yeah, just one. Uh, just one. Want, one want, before I uh, before we just move on. Uh, obviously, we're going to be talking to you on uh, on Monday as well, um, all about your your career and obviously your time at time at Sheffield Wednesday. But just for just for today, obviously, you played with some amazing players at uh, at Sheffield Wednesday in that you know ninety eight ninety nine season. I mean, who yeah. who would you say was the was the best player that you that you played within that in that squad? Uh.
6: I mean to be honest uh James most most of my my um my teammates were were great uh that year
2: Come on you can't, you can't he... sit on the fence one you can't sit on the fence No no, no.
6: <laughs> but uh, no, I'm, I'm being I'm being 100% honest you know and uh uh the, the likes of uh Des Walker uh the likes of uh Wim Young, uh Paulo of course uh, obviously, taking taking uh, aside uh, the the behavior that probably he had, and uh, he was a bit angry at some you know sometimes. But uh, as a player, he was he was great. Benny Carbone, uh, Nicholas Alexanderson, uh, Andy Booth. Uh, Andy was outstanding in my opinion. You know that season. So uh, uh, yeah. Uh, well, then I'm
2: going to nail it down to One, one, one player.
6: I think out of that season, uh, I would say I would say Des Walker was the was the best player.
2: It's quite fitting because it's his birthday today as well. I just saw that earlier on uh, on Twitter. Yeah, so
6: uh, yeah, I I think I think Des was uh, was outstanding because of his age. Because he, I mean, he was outstanding as a person as well. So um, yeah.
2: Brilliant, brilliant. Obviously, uh, stick around, Juan. If anyone has got any questions for Juan, then please, you know, request to uh, talk, and you can ask any any question, uh, any question to him. But obviously, yeah, we'll just uh, just want to move on to the um, you know, on to the, the the Wickham game. Um, Tom, do you want to uh, have anything to say, mate?
4: Yeah, I've listened to your preview on the way to my to work today. Listen to what they saw sort of their approach, and to summarise, I just think they're going to be absolute shit houses. They're just going to come here. And like you say, they're going to waste time. If they get an early goal, it's going to be a long afternoon, in my opinion. Um, I'd, I I hope we can win. I really do. I think momentum's with us. But I think if they get an early goal, it could be a long afternoon for us. As in, like you just said there. I'm just touching on one. I, I remember him. Uh, I remember he's uh, playing against West Ham first game of season. And I do believe we won it first Argentinians to play in Premier League as well. Could could be mistaken. But no, uh, I do I do remember him playing for
6: us. Thank you, Thomas.
2: Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I think, you. I think you're right in what you're saying, Tom. Like, uh, it, it, it kind of harked back to the Gillingham game. You know, they scored the first goal and it was awful, weren't it? It was horrible to watch. It was, you know, we got frustrated. I'm sure the players were getting frustrated as well. And, it, it you know, they unashamedly say... You know that that's what they're going to do in terms of Wickham and the style of play that they that they have, and it obviously works for them. I mean, I can remember looking throughout the course of the season, and they've had like less than fifty percent possession in every single game. I know possession doesn't mean everything, but it does give you a bit of a um a sign of how the how the game's going. And I, f- I feel like we we come um when we come up against teams like that, we, we struggle to actually break them down. And I just hope that uh, that on on Saturday, that we can actually find a way of actually breaking these tight teams down for, for once. And um, I think, you know, we, we are starting to play a bit more a bit more attacking. We are having more shots, hopefully. Uh, like I say, if we get the first goal, they're going to have to come out and, um, you know, and try and beat us, aren't they? And maybe that's how we're going to have to have to go. Uh, I just want to bring um, Mike onto the show. Mike, how are, you, how are you, mate? You all right?
7: Not too bad, Mr. Mapping. How are you?
2: I'm fine, thank you. Thank you. What do you want to talk about, Mike?
7: This Wickham thing, mate, I read a a piece on Wickham recently about minutes played in game times and they average around 28 minutes of football per game. So I have a clue that this is going to be a scrappy one. So I think we all need to expect that it's not going to be a highlight game that we, we wanted. They're going to come out and fight hard and play dirty football. But let's be honest, that style that they go with, that's, and unfortunately, I think we're just going to have to expect that we're going to have to fight hard back and know that there's not going to be much football played. But let's be honest, Wednesday crowd get, are going to get on their back.
2: Yeah, I mean, Mike, who do, who do you, in terms of like starting lineup? Obviously, they've got quite a few options now. Where obviously Luongo sat out the uh, the game on Tuesday. You've got. Windass, who obviously came in second half and uh, and obviously got the goal and the assist. You've got Patterson, who would who was uh, dropped from the whole squad. Um, I mean, who would you um, who would you play on uh, on Saturday? I know it's putting you on the spot a little bit, but who would you know? Would you would you make any changes?
7: Um, well, he's kept a little bit of consistency in, in there recently. Um, but if you want somebody in there who's going to cause dogfight back, you're going to put Patterson in there, but he's been off form recently. So I'm not too sure. I'd like to see him same uh, team start, but obviously with Mass in and uh, Windass probably playing at some point, putting them guys up for 90 minutes might not be the best idea. We, we know injury list that we've had recently and Mass sometimes where well, he seems to be injured all the time, but he's so critical to us since he's been back. He's played in a position that's open, banning up. And let's be honest, we've all bashed Bannon recently. Um, but since Mass has come on, he's been brilliant. He's He's been able to play football again, um, which is a good sign. Uh, so if he's fit and he can play for at least 60 minutes, I'd love to start with Mass on there so he can play some football and open Bannon up. But let's be honest, we're going to have to have Dunkley at his best this weekend.
2: Oh yeah, def- definitely. I mean, it'll be interesting to see if uh, Adebayo Akinfenwa starts. Uh, I know he's been rested for. Uh, for I've been looking at their recent fixtures, and he's he's you know been coming off the off the bench, but he does he's a bit of a bit of a handful. Uh, yeah, cheers, Mike. I just want to bring Richard uh, Richard on. Uh, how are you, mate? You all right? Oh, he's uh, he's dropped off. Um, but yeah, I mean, in, 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 go on, go on, Liam.
1: No, I was just saying. I think I agree. I think if mass is fair he should be playing because literally he came on the other day, first thing you did, one seconds. you know, if it's going to be a scrappy game, I think if he can play, I, I think he needs to be there because he just, he, he made a massive difference I think when he came on.
2: I mean, it, it, obviously when he played um, in Accrington as well, he was just, just solid. He's just like a Rolls Royce isn't he? In, that, in that midfield. He just, you know, he doesn't seem to put a foot wrong. He just knows what to do. He knows where to be. Um, and I I keep liking him to Kieran Lee and I I do think he is very much in that mold in that you don't really recognize him but he just pops up every now and again and just does the does the job you know absolutely perfect does exactly what he's uh, what he's meant to do he's not um you know he's not like a he's not going to put score a 30 yard screamer but in terms of passing the ball and um and his vision and stuff like that it's, uh, it's second to none I just want to bring uh, Ben on uh, how are you mate you alright yeah, good to meet you. Yeah, I'm fine, thank you. What do you want to talk about, Ben?
8: Yeah, Luongo, mate, I'd, I'd start him too far. I thought he was absolutely awesome at uh, Accrington last week. I thought he would be up when he come on midweek as well. So, for me, he starts he instead of bias for me. I, I just think he's been quality. and Yeah, chance I might get injured again, but i say he's been just phenomenal the last couple of games, mate. So, definitely starting.
2: Yeah, I mean, he could probably be the, the one that, that helps us unlock that, that Wickham, you know, uh, resolute the Style of play that the that they have, um, I mean, he, he perhaps could be the uh, he perhaps could be the answer. He's just been, I agree, he's been absolutely solid, and I just think what what would we have been like if we had him from the start of the season? Obviously, we're never gonna never gonna know that, but I think it's key that we that we do keep him fit. But you know, we can't just not play him, can we? You know, I think um, yeah. you've got to give credit to Darren Moore in that he has held back from bringing him back. Um, you know, I think in the past with. Players have had like injections, aren't they, and stuff like that, to to make sure they can play for in in certain games. And I think um, didn't didn't Josh Windass come out and say that he, he wanted to he wanted to play a lot, you know, a lot sooner than what he than what he has done. Um,
8: yeah, yeah.
2: But obviously, well, been... I,
8: I probably won't start Windass with that. I'd probably, I said we got another couple of big games coming lots of midweek games as well coming up. So again, i would probably not playing ball, Probably keep Windass on the bench if we need him maybe twenty minutes, half an hour, second half, but. Just building up gently, I think, with Windass and uh, yeah. But definitely Loango, I said they were quality at Accrington and brought to a quarter twenty quant overnight. So yeah, definitely starting. Another thing I want to ask so, you, Ben,
2: then, go on, go on, sorry. Bye-bye. No, go on, mate, go on. Uh, just about Nathaniel Mendez Lang. Obviously we've uh, we've signed him. We were looking at him in the summer, obviously we've signed him uh, on a on a free. Um obviously we don't know a great deal about him. Obviously he's twenty-nine, played at Cardiff, uh, released from from Middlesbrough. Uh, he's got uh, I believe he's played in the Premier League, I think he I think as well. Obviously, another another winger that we've that we've got. Do you think he's a good signing, Ben?
8: Yeah, well, he's proven quality in championship and say, as you say, he's played in Premier League as well. I don't know if he's here to start week in, week out. I think he might just be a squad player. Um, but yeah, he's numbers in it, I suppose. So we have many injuries we've had, I suppose, come end of the season. I think you know, if we get any more injuries, he's gonna be there for the squad, isn't he? So The way I see it,
2: the way I see it though as well is that obviously Corbiano's nailed down that left, you know, that left winger spot. I think he's, uh, you know, he's going to play, he's like the first choice uh, over there. But when you look at the right, I don't, I can't remember what it was when I said it and I don't remember what I said it to, but I I was like picking my best team and, I was struggling for a for like a, a right winger. I didn't know we we're going to play on right side of midfield. We've got plenty of centre mids, and even though we have got quite a few few wingers like Silasso, Shadipo, none of them really done anything. So, with him being able to play on the right, maybe he can be that person that you know when you've got Corbiano on the left, Mendes Lang on the right hand side, maybe that he just completes that um, you know that 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 starting lineup for us.
8: No, I agree, pal. Absolutely agree. So, and again, it's just strength in numbers, isn't it? I suppose. And, uh, you know, what like without injuries, we're guaranteed to get a few more coming into the season. So, no, I think it'll definitely bulk us up. Just want to say, by the way, mate, before we go, uh, what a week we've had. I mean, Accrington last week, what a game that were. was. Were you there then? I mean, uh, I were, mate, yeah, I was there. And can I just say as well, they were morons, and they are morons. In that stand, we watched one of the best first halves of football ever for me. Probably because we've been in lockdown and haven't been going to that many games the last two years. But that first half of football, what an amazing game of football that We were just end to end. Plenty of goals, plenty of chances. And there are people, mate, come that half-time, slagging like to lean Palmer off, calling them names under the sun. What, what fans have we got, mate, at times? What a game of football that worked first half. Yeah, second half, it weren't quite as good, but... I don't know, it just really peed me off, mate, last week, some of the fans that were there. It was just...
2: Yeah, I, I totally all yeah, right. Sort of, that's what we want we want rant, we want rants, and, and what have you I, I mean I, I agree with you I thought I thought we played really well I mean I must admit that when that uh, when that uh, first goal of theirs went in I think it was a bit of a oh no not again moment even though you three three 0 up uh, obviously pulled it back to three one but yeah, I don't think we had any you know any right to start slagging the team off I thought that's what we want in it we want want goals mm-hmm. I thought, thought we took our chances quite well it could have arguably been five or six to be fair at half time oh, yeah. we were, you know, Bannon should have scored one. Um, they were the one that, that were that were offside as well, which we should, we should never have been offside for. But, yeah, it was uh, fantastic. It was fantastic. Mad
8: we... game, the football, man. I mean, that weather, I mean, it would just chuck it down with rain. Were you <laughs> one of
2: the ones that were, that were in that uncovered section as well?
8: <laughs> Unfortunately, mate, yeah. Right <laughs> at side. But no, I loved it, mate. Proper football ground, wasn't it? It was like proper football. But it weren't a day for defenders. And every time a defender made half a mistake, fans were just slagging him and, Liam Palmer for me were probably a man of match against some absolute right balls like bombing forward but he, he got just blokes in of slagging him off to death every time he gets one. it's like why uh, anyway what, yeah. a, what a game mate it was just I said we held on I thought when it went to 3-2 I think we're all thinking it's oh dear, it's coming but like, I think last 20 minutes we just yeah I think he got subs right he brought to uh, oh crack it left back short left winger was South can't think of his name Jaden Brown he came on Steady that, you know, steady game a bit, cooled us down. And yeah, I thought we saw it out well. And again, midweek against MK Dons, I thought we controlled it, mate, and probably, yeah, definitely deserved to win. Well, the game against Hackington, I think,
2: uh, I think you know, last year or a couple of years ago, we'd have probably drawn that game or even lost it. I'm I a yeah. firm, firm believer of that. I know, I know, you know, so people, you know, people have been, uh, you know, slagging them off and stuff and saying, you know, we, we should have absolutely hammered them and what have you, but you have come, you know, I think I said it on the, on the pod, like, come February time, all you look back at is you just see three points against, against Accrington away from home. You don't look at how, how them three points are won. Um, but, the, the, you know, the team's got to take confidence from the fact that they did hold on. And then obviously that, that went into MK Dons as well on, on Tuesday. They, they played with a bit more confidence, didn't they? And they played on the front foot. and, and look what, look what, you know, look what happens. And I think you've got to give, you know, a bit of credit to, to Darren Moore as well. He's took, a torrent of abuse and everyone's been slagging him off more out. has been gaining numbers, you know, week on, week out. Um, even, even we've even spoken about as his patients starting to run thin and stuff, but, but actually we're start, starting to bear fruit now, isn't it?
8: I've oh, got to set up an art. I mean, we're just, I said, we're controlling, we we're battering him. We just couldn't score. And then I think the one, just before we did score first goal, wait, um, so I think it might've been Gregory or somebody at post. And when it hit post, I'm just thinking, well, that's it, we're not going to score today. It's one of them games where you just don't. It's and all of a sudden, crikey, you know, two quick goals. And yeah, no, absolutely brilliant, mate. It's been two, well, been a great week, two good games, two good performances, and uh, yeah, say let's carry on and uh, get up that league.
2: Yeah, Tom, do you want to add anything? I see you're uh, wanting to say something.
8: Yeah, just quickly, obviously, in the group,
4: I'm always praising Darren Moore. Um, I think we've all spoke about the players and Oh, they've come back in, Windass, Luongo. But I think people need to take a step back and look at what Moore's been dealing with. Obviously, in the summer, there's a big change around. A lot of players went. He had a a lot less budget to recruit him. He's took time for him to gel, let's say. And where we are now, it's a new squad. He's had to play left wingers at centre-half. And we're doing all right. I think in the grand scheme of things, I think we're doing all right. And I think if we can get past Portsmouth and still be in playoffs... A few, I think we'll be up there. I yeah, think, I mean, if, if yeah. someone has
2: if someone has said to you at the start of the season, uh, if you know, come what how many games we played, nineteen games, we, we'd be sitting fifth, five points off top of the league. You'd just snap their hands off, wouldn't you? To be fair,
4: and hundred percent. And also look at the situation we've been in. Like like we've said, Marvin Johnson playing left centre half. If somebody said that to you at the start of the season, you'd laugh at him.
2: So, well, we did. We did laugh at him. <laughs> We did laugh at everyone, didn't we, to be fair, when it happened. I,
4: I, think, I just think, as I've said, when what's been happening is we win, the players have done well. We lose, it's Darren Moore's fault. And that is the consensus across the whole fan base. I think people need to take a step back and just look at the bigger picture and give him time because people are calling for his head and then saying, oh, you're going to get in. Somebody will take it. That's not a forward-thinking plan. Somebody will take it.
2: Well, if we, t- if we take the um, the strategy of our fellow friends across the city, then Lee Bullen will be in charge for four and a half years, won't he? So uh... Or
4: Steve Aslan. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And we don't want either of them.
2: No. Mike, so... do you want to add, add something?
7: Yeah, I just wanted to talk about that, what you're going on um, with Structure at Club and Darren Moore. And obviously, we've, we've got this bandwagon at the moment about Moore out. But for once, I think we're we've got a manager that wants to look at stabilising the club. He's looking long-term rather than short. And we've, we all know past that we've tried to get to Premier League by throwing millions of pounds into pot, and it's just not worked. And I think now people in EFL, well, clubs are, they're getting, they're getting tarnished and, and punished for it because they're spending too much. And I think Wednesday's now got a standby, Darren, and, and said to him, look, we give time, we've got to be patient, Club's got to rebuild and have a structure that it's it's set set up and done properly again. But the more that we try and get him out, a new manager in, and keep bouncing from manager to manager, it's never going well, ne- to work. It's never worked at all, has
2: it? Time. Do you know what I mean? No. It's, the, the only time you could argue that it did work when Carlos came in, but you could, you, to be fair, I think any manager with all the, the, you know, the those players that we brought in and the money that we had to spend and stuff would have done a good job, to be fair.
7: Yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, but I think the thing that we've got to look at now is is that long term goal's got to be that yeah we want to get back to promised land and that's going to take a while. We've all got to understand that. But um, if you look at other clubs that are out there, they've got a model and a structure that they sit to, okay, and they build through that years to come. And I think if you look at City, Man City, that is this ticky tacky football. Pep brings it in, okay, but their eye standard. You look at Brentford. They do it a totally different way and they look at statistics and, and their football is built around that for them to be successful. Wednesday's got to find their own way and somehow Darren Moore's got to say, right, this is what this club's going to be about and we're going to build upon it.
2: Yeah, definitely. Cheers for that, um, Mike. I just want to bring Andy on. Uh, Andy, mate, what do you want to say?
5: Yeah, just on the more out stuff, um, do we really think that people are quite serious other than you know the odd balls you see on... Um twitter and facebook and stuff like that because i've been to every home game and quite a few away games and i can't remember any more out chants coming from the crowd um you know obviously there's the booze at half time i think more out born out of frustration because we weren't playing to our potential but I, i'm not sure with, with this more out was it ever really serious you know my group of friends frustrated yeah more out no not for me oh certainly not i haven't mean. heard it anyway so i'm not i'm not sure if it's just you know without people online that's that's really been spouting it. Keyboard. I mean, warriors. One,
8: boys, can, I, can I just check in on that oh,
2: can you? Yeah, Coach so can, can, yeah on Coach can
8: Yeah, I, yeah, I think what it was, was frustration how we were playing. It was the fact that for what for first well most of the games of season we played this really slow, rolling out from the back, and it was costing his games. I think they were like to me after Cheltenham, I went to Ray and said, Look, I'm fed up. If he's gonna play like that, he's gotta go. I still stand by that. If we were carrying on playing that way of football, I wanted him gone. But we've changed now. We've got more more attacking. We're playing a bit more direct and we're playing a lot better. So if we carry on playing like we are, then no problem with Darren Moore. You know, he's proving me wrong. I think the frustration is when you've seen us play this tippy-tappy football against likes of Cheltenham and it's just not working. It's just frustrating. I think that's what it boils down to. Playing like this, like we are now, um, then yeah, we, we ain't got a problem, I don't think. I think it's just frustration how we were playing.
2: I mean, he, he, Darren Moore must have been frustrated as well when you look at the fact that you, you can't argue that Massimo Luongo has made a massive, a massive difference. I mean, also when you, you know, Dominic offer and Hutchinson have, um, have have got injured. So, it's like almost his, his pre-season um, at Windass as well that got injured in pre-season. He, he's probably look, looked at his squad and thought, right, this is this is my best team. This is what I'm going to play. And he's set him up to, to play in a certain way. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's like carpet's been you know, pulled up from under, underneath him, and in terms of the the plays that he can select from, and then with the games coming th- thick and fast, um, and we've always spoke spoke about the fact that when teams play us, they always raise the game. Um, it's always a big game against Sheffield Wednesday. We've not been in this league for for quite a while, so, um, you know, they always put hundred and ten. No, you you could argue they've got to put hundred and ten percent in anyway, but you know, no no doubt about it. The other teams are going to raise the game a little bit, and and we've just found it we found it hard. But I mean. I, like I said, a few weeks ago, I were losing my patience a little bit, and and like I said, like um Andy just said, there probably more out of frustration than than anything. Because uh, when you do look into it, is there anyone else that's gonna gonna do a good job? And to be fair, we were all pleasantly like pleased when he when he came into the uh, to take the job. But yeah, I think I'm gonna uh, call that a, call that idea there. Uh, thanks everyone for uh, for joining. Um, do really appreciate it. Obviously, it's you that make this uh, this show happen. So, if you are listening to it, then please get involved next next Friday, at twelve o'clock. Uh, we do this. Um, have a good chat about Wednesday because so we do love to hear your thoughts as well as much as you like listening to myself, Liam, um, Giles as well. If he can uh, sort his kids out, that is. Hopefully, he'll be back this weekend. Um, but yeah, I just. Um, do join us next, uh, next week and we'll, uh, we'll have another discussion, hopefully about another uh, three another points on, uh, on Saturday. So, yeah, thank you very much, everyone, and we'll see you all uh, next week.
1: The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year.